BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Who does Sean Hannity choose when diversifying his savings with gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with thousands of five-star reviews, and they've helped tens of thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com. Well, we're coming to your city. I hear from people in our caucus who talk to sources high up who say we need to make sure Sean Hannity's not talking about this to Laura Ingram because conservatives, that's why they kept it secret. Every day between now and November, the American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. No, no, we're talking about Section 3. Please don't change the hypothetical, okay? Please don't change the hypothetical. I know I like doing it too, but please don't do it. Only 270 days left till the presidential election. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. From coast to coast. From border to border. From sea to shining sea. Sean Hannity is on. Breaking news now. Here's Sean Hannity. Thank you, Scott Shannon. Thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Well, we got breaking news all over the place. We had the Supreme Court arguments on whether... Colorado and the Supreme Court decision out there can disqualify Donald Trump from even being on the ballot. Uh, this coming from the same Democratic left wing jurist in this case, the Democratic uh, what Secretary of State, I guess, and in, in Maine 
you know, unilaterally making a decision whether a candidate can or cannot be put on the ballot. So much of what happened today in the Supreme Court was was mind numbing to me because it was almost as if that the justices were telling both sides what their arguments ought to be. It got very interesting. If you've never listened to a case before the Supreme Court being argued, it is well worth your time. Um, and it's it's fascinating because you got nine justices up there and they're firing out questions uh, to attorneys before they can even get two words out of uh, answering the last question. And you really got to be on your toes. And uh, we'll check in with Jay Sekulow. He's he's argued before the Supreme Court. He's been a part of 20 some odd cases. I, I think he argues somewhere near 17 himself. Not an easy environment, but intellectually very stimulating. Uh, we'll get to all of that in a second. I can tell you that even the New York Times acknowledges that Trump is going to win this. Uh, I think it's going to end up being 9-0. We'll see. And then we're going to watch if the Supreme Court takes up the appeals court decision on immunity. I think they should. I think they almost have to. And the application of immunity. But anyway, so we'll get Jay's take on that. Uh, and other breaking news uh, you might have forgotten that there was a special counsel by the name of Robert Hur uh, that was appointed to look into Joe Biden and his handling of classified documents while out of office. Remember, there were four separate locations. One, of course, in that very secure locked garage at all times that we know isn't locked at all at at, at all times where his precious Corvette is. You know, we had classified materials just hanging out there. Uh, at a time when we know that his son was admittedly, you know, addicted to drugs. Uh, then you got the UPenn Biden Center. Then you got the University of Delaware Biden Center. Then you got the home, the beach home, I guess, or one of the homes in Delaware. They had documents, four separate locations. Anyway, here we are. It's like Hillary Clinton 2.0. We conclude that no criminal charges are warranted in this matter, her said. Uh, and, you know, summarizing his report, we we would conclude the same even if there was no policy against charging a sitting president. Our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained uh, and disclosed classified information after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. Let me say that again. Our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified information after his vice presidency, when he was a private citizen, four separate locations. Now, they actually, as part of this, and I'm looking at it right here in front of me. Uh, what do I see? Oh, I see pictures. Let's see. Joe Biden classified documents. They found it looks like a basement, maybe a garage. There are golf clubs behind it. Not sure what room this is. Could be the garage, could be the basement. One of these rooms. That was one location. Uh, another location, I, 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 again, I can't even pinpoint where this is. It looks like a garage floor to me. It looks like there's oil stains on the floor, probably from the Corvette. Uh, and, you know, more just laying around. A garage box with classified Afghanistan documents are encountered by the FBI December 21st, 2022. That was where that one was from. I don't know where the rest of them, they didn't give uh, specific locations, but um, I'm looking at it now. I'm trying to go. This literally is just pat, the document just came out seconds before we came on the air. But anyway, their investigation uncovered evidence that he but Joe Biden willfully, willfully, willfully retained and disclosed classified information after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. 
These materials included more classified documents about military and foreign policy in Afghanistan, notebooks containing Mr. Biden's handwritten entries about issues of national security and foreign policy implicating sensitive intelligence sources and methods. The FBI recovered these materials from garage offices and a basement den in Biden's Wilmington, Delaware home. Uh, However, for the reasons summarized above, we conclude that evidence does not establish Mr. Biden guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. And the prosecution of Mr. Biden is also unwarranted based on our consideration of aggravating and mitigating factors set forth in the Department of Justice's principles of federal prosecution. In other words, let me tell you what under Merrick Garland this means. That means if you're a Republican, you're going to get raided and you're going to get charged. If you're a Democrat, nothing happens. Anyway, for these reasons, we decline prosecution of Mr. Biden. The report goes on. Ian Sams, this hack of a spokesperson for the White House Counsel's Office, said that the president's legal team had completed a review of the report and in keeping with his commitment of cooperation and transparency. Yeah, tell that to Jim Jordan, James Comer and Jason Smith. They're not cooperating. Anyway, the president would not assert executive privilege over any portion of the report. Merrick Garland early this week was informed lawmakers that her concluded the investigation. Um, This here we go again. If you look at these boxes included in the report, which the Bidens didn't want out. And I can tell you uh, my suspicion is now proven correct because people would conclude it looks just like the pictures that they took of Mar-a-Lago and boxes of information in it, except in that one case. They actually laid it out so people could read it, which seemed to want to prejudice, you know, people in the country and come to a conclusion. But if this sounds eerily similar, a dual system of justice, we don't have equal application or equal justice under the law. You know, just think back to that July 2016 James Comey press conference outlining how much top secret classified information that they found regarding Hillary Clinton how they believe that her servers were probably hacked in real time by foreign entities, but then concluding that no reasonable prosecutor would would prosecute. And also that doesn't even include the thirty three thousand deleted subpoenaed emails when she used bleach bit and acid acid washed her her hard drive. It's unbelievable. Anyway, let's let's say let's take you back in time. Let's listen. From the group of 30,000 emails returned to the State Department in 2014, 110 emails in 52 email chains have been determined by the owning agency to contain classified information at the time they were sent or received. Eight of those chains contained information that was top secret. 36 of those chains contained secret information at the time and eight contained confidential information at the time. Although we did not find clear evidence that Secretary Clinton or her colleagues intended to violate laws governing the handling of classified information, there is evidence that they were extremely careless in their handling of very sensitive, highly classified information. Although there is evidence of potential violations of the statutes regarding the handling of classified information, our judgment is that no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. So Joe gets off, Hillary gets off, and Mar-a-Lago gets raided. And it's, you know, how is that possible? How is that justice? How do you even look yourself in the face 
if you Merrick Garland and with a straight face say, well, no, Donald Trump deserved to be raided uh, and Mar-a-Lago deserved to be raided, but not Joe's home. Remember, they gave him a heads up when they were going into one of his other homes. He had a heads up on everything. They had an opportunity to actually sift through the information. It's unreal. It really is. So, you know, th- this if this doesn't prove to the doubters out there that that Donald Trump is singled out and we have one system of justice for conservatives, one system of justice for liberals. You know, look at, for example, January 6th prosecutions. OK, people broke the law. They're being held accountable. What about the 574 riots in the summer of 2020 that killed dozens of Americans, injured thousands of cops, caused billions in property damage with all the videotape evidence you could ever want? And and yet. There was no congressional investigation, no January 6th committee, no summer of 2020 rioting committee. That didn't happen with a predetermined outcome, you know, keeping away key facts like, oh, well, well, let's talk to the the Capitol Police chief that was begging for the National Guard for days. Let's not let's not make that part of the report. Uh, Let's not make part of the report that Donald Trump said these words. You know, some of you will now march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard voices not not your actions will be seen and you know add to that you know the fact that you know why did muriel bowser turn down the the guard why did donald trump in front of multiple witnesses ask about bringing up the guard in the days leading up to january 6th and we've got that all on tape and we played it to you why can kamala harris what it's it's okay to to tweet out a bail fund after the minneapolis police precinct is burned to the ground you just got to be kidding me. I mean, th- this just proves everything that Jim Jordan committee's been been saying and looking into. This is what the weaponization of our legal system means. This is what a dual justice system looks like. This is this is like our our constitution being shredded before our eyes if if you don't impartially administer justice. Justice was supposed to be blind. It's not supposed to be political. Now we're criminalizing political differences. Now, now we're looking for ways to even keep people's names off the ballot and, and using the, their determination, not a court's determination. You know, Donald Trump's never been charged with insurrection, let alone found guilty of insurrection. But I, I'll guarantee you after listening to the Supreme Court arguments today, that's not even going to be the issue that they, that, that, that they even breach in this case. My guess is that it's, it's simply going to come down to the statutory language that excludes the president and the, what the term elected officer means. And the president, what, why does the elected officer of the United States have a far different oath than that of a president of the United States? There's a ton of arguments you can make here on, on this. You know, it was just fascinating. We'll get to this when we get back on the other side. But if you don't see this as the grave injustice it is, if you don't see the double standard at play here, if you don't see the danger in a weaponized justice system, I mean, I don't care who it is. If they didn't charge Donald Trump or raid Donald Trump's home, then I could say, okay, at least they're consistent in their application of justice. But I can't say that because Hillary Clinton, top secret classified information found on a server likely compromised by some of our top geopolitical foes, deletions of 33,000 emails we never got a hold of, 
Uh, and of course, the destruction of devices. I, I'm, where I grew up, I don't know. The word obstruction just pops into my head for some reason. I'm not sure why, because that's exactly what it sounds like. And imagine if Donald Trump had done any of this. Why did Mar-a-Lago get raided? It looks exactly the same. It's the same situation. No wonder Biden didn't want those pictures out. Anyway, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we'll get to this uh, these Supreme Court oral arguments in a minine eight hundred nine four one Sean. That is our number if you want to be a part of the program today. With everything going on in the world today, the war, the inflation, the geopolitical tensions, thirty three trillion dollars in national debt, it's no wonder people are looking to diversify their savings with gold and silver. But who does Sean Hannity choose for his gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews, and they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver for Sean Hannity listeners. But it's first come, first served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Call Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. With everything going on in the world today, the war, the inflation, the geopolitical tensions, $33 trillion in national debt, it's no wonder people are looking to diversify their savings with gold and silver. But who does Sean Hannity choose for his gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews, and they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver for Sean Hannity listeners. But it's first come, first served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. So don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com. 
HannityGold.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, by the way, so we find out uh, Joe Biden. Remember earlier this week he talked about Fran- I had a conversation with Francois Mitterrand. Uh, it was a bad day. Uh, he'd been dead since 96. Now, yesterday, Biden twice referred to the late Chancellor Hermit, uh, Helmut Kohl instead of former Chancellor uh, Angela Mark- Merkel while detailing a 2021 conversation at campaign events. I mean, you, you, that, that's not on tape, but this is insane. Now, here's Corrine Jean-Pierre trying to say, well, people just make mistakes about people all the time. Even Sean Hannity does. Listen. As it relates to the names and, um, and what he was trying to, you know, what he was trying to, uh, to say, look, many people, uh, elected officials, many people, um, you know, uh, they tend, they can, they can mis- misspeak sometimes, right? And look, I, let me give you a couple of examples. Uh, you know, on Sunday, Speaker Johnson said Iran instead of Israel. This happens. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe is not here. There are many times I call Joe from USA Today, Michael. I'm sure he doesn't appreciate that. <laughs> um, uh, but and also Sean Hannity himself has said uh, Jason Chavitz when he met Matt Gates. I mean, it happens. It really happens. Sean Hannity himself doesn't sound like this from this week. Listen, there is some movement and I don't want to I don't want to. I mean, choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the, uh, the, the. There's been a response from the opposition. But um, it, it, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. But it seems to be. Uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. Oh, really? <laughs> You're going to compare me to that? Uh, nice try, Karine Jean-Pierre. All right, we're digging deep. By the way, they actually said in this report that Biden would likely present himself to a jury as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. 
It's in this report. I'm, I'm going through it as we speak. We'll get to that in the Supreme Court argument straight ahead. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Our toll-free number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, I can't believe Karine Jean-Pierre is trying to compare Biden mixing up. Oh, let's see. Talking to dead people like Helmut Kohl and Francois Mitterrand uh, twice in a week and not re- remembering Hamas and stuttering and stammering and, you know, mumbling and bumbling, et cetera, somehow comparable to me mixing up the name of Jason Chavitz and Matt Gates, which I have no recollection of anyway, but putting all of that fun stuff aside, um, I'm now digging into this report and it is actually part of this is you can't even believe it. This is basically more a report on how awful Joe Biden's cognitive state is than anything else. I mean, why the special counsel chose to actually admit that he concluding no criminal charges warranted in this matter, quote, Biden would likely present himself to a jury as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. And it even gets, you know, on, on top of admitting that Joe willfully retained, disclosed classified materials after his vice presidency, willfully. And and when he was a private citizen. Those materials included marked classified documents about foreign policy in Afghanistan, notebooks containing Biden's handwritten, you know, entries about issues of national security, foreign policy, implicating, you know, sensitive intelligence sources and methods. And according to the report, Biden retained materials documenting his opposition to the troop surge uh, to Afghanistan in 2009, including a handwritten memo he sent to Obama over the 2009 Thanksgiving holiday related to marked classified documents. They discovered all of these materials in either his garage or his home office or any one of the other two locations. I mean, but this is all stuff you can't make up. You know, but now think about this. Because of this, we have a special counsel writing in the report that he concludes it would be difficult to convince a jury that they should convict him. By then, former president well into his 80s um, and a serious felony, by the way, that requires a mental state of willingness, willfulness, meaning it's almost like it, it's it's almost like they're saying this guy's all checked out. He really was not not he's not somebody we can hold responsible for his own behavior. Actually, Cheryl Atkinson, somebody sweet baby James just handed me this, put out this uh, this X comment. It's if ever caught doing something, note to self, illegal, I'll appear confused, forgetful, and also very well-meaning. And I'll have my attorney swear I meant no harm and pinky promise that they have conducted a thorough search and turned over all the evidence against me. And she's right. She said, well, that should be good. You know, how is it? Mr. Biden's memory was significantly limited both during his recorded interviews with the ghostwriter in 2017 and in his interview with our office in 2023 i mean so they are chronicling his his cognitive decline which i think has gotten significantly worse but think about how profound this is we have considered that at a trial biden would present himself to a jury as he did during our interview of him as a sympathetic well-meaning elderly man with poor memory mr biden's memory also appeared to have significant limitations both at the time that he spoke to, I guess, this agent and whatever, or I guess the author in 2017, as evidenced by their recorded conversations, and today as evidenced 
by his recorded conversations and interviews with our office. Mr. Biden's recorded conversations with this this author from 2017 are often painfully slow with Mr. Biden struggling to remember events and straining at times to read and relay his own notebook entries. It goes on in his interview with our office. Mr. Biden's memory was worse. He did not remember when he was vice president forgetting on the first day of the interview when his term ended. You know, if it was 2013, when when did I stop being vice president? He actually they quote him saying that and forgetting on the second day of the interview uh, when his term began in, in 2009. Am, am I still vice president? I mean, you can't make this up. Uh, that his memory significantly limited <laughs> both to, in interviews with a ghostwriter and with their office. I mean, is this re- what I guess the greater punishment is telling the truth that Joe Biden is a cognitive, complete, utter mess? Because that that's pretty much what they're saying here. I, I, I can't even believe what I'm reading here. I really can't. If I'm ever caught doing something illegal, I will appear confused, forgetful, and also well-meaning. And I'll have my attorney swear I never meant any harm. And a pinky promise that we conducted a thorough investigation and search and turned over all the evidence against me. Wow. Uh, Stephen Miller highlighted a, a part, which I think was interesting. In his interview with our office, Mr. Biden's memory was worse. He did not remember when he was vice president forgetting on the first day of the interview when his term ended, if if it was 2013. When did I stop being vice president? And forgetting on the second day of the interview when his first term began, 2009. Now, he didn't remember even within several years when his son Bo died and his memory appeared hazy when de- describing the Afghanistan debate that was once so important to him. Among other things, he mistakenly had a, a real difference of opinion with uh, General Earl Eikenberry when, in fact, it was that general who was an ally of Mr. Biden cited approvingly in a Thanksgiving memo to Barack Obama. I mean, how much more of this, are, you know, are, are we going to just look at and, and just turn our heads away? Because this is insanity. If he's too feeble to prosecute, He's too feeble to run this country. What the hell is going on here? You know, in our interview with Mr. Biden, his memory was worse. He didn't remember these things. You've got to be kidding me. Wow. And I had so much to say. I guess we can do this at the top of the hour with Jay Sekulow about the Supreme Court case going on today. But, you know, most notably after being given multiple chances to return classified documents and avoid prosecution, Mr. Trump allegedly did the opposite, her wrote. According to the indictment, he not only refused to return the documents for many months, but he also obstructed justice by enlisting others to destroy evidence and then lie about it. In contrast, Mr. Biden turned in classified documents to the National Archives and Department of Justice, consented to the search of multiple locations, including his homes, sat for a voluntary interview and in ways uh, other ways cooperated with the investigation. Well, I hate to correct the record here, but I shall. Uh, there was no opportunity for Donald Trump, you know, to, to have the negotiations that they're talking about. Now, here's what we also know. When it came to Mar-a-Lago, the FBI, before the raid, went into the room where the documents were. They went in there. 
They saw everything that was in there. Nobody and nothing would have prevented them from taking that with them. They were, they were given unfettered access. Their only request after seeing it was for them to put an extra lock on that particular door, which was complied with. I mean, you're going to say this is equal justice under the law? I don't think this is equal justice under the law. I don't think anybody with a you know, mind, a thinking mind could actually believe this. You look at the pictures. This, is, I guess, is why we heard earlier in the week the Biden people were worried about the pictures that would be included in the report. You know, anyway, so, okay, so they're not going to charge him because he would present himself in all likelihood to a jury as a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly, elderly man with a poor memory. What did I say yesterday? What have I been saying? I said, if you have ever been to a Target or Super, you know, a Walmart, whatever it happens to be, oftentimes you are greeted when you walk in the door. They're, they are officially, I think, called greeters. They tend to be older people, seemingly retired, that, you know, want, want you know, enjoy working. They want the extra money, maybe. I don't know. But they're the nicest people in the world. They really are. And they're very helpful. And when I go to a store, I'm one of these people that doesn't like to shop and, and waste time. I like to go in, head for the department that I'm looking for, get what I want, and get out. Unless I'm food shopping, then I like to browse a little bit more. See what is available that I can't eat. So, you know, Joe Biden, I said, I don't think he could be a Walmart or Target greeter because your your cognitive skills would necessitate for that job the ability to remember where all the departments are. If this guy can't remember the years that he was vice president, when he ended being vice president, when he became vice president, if he can't remember that, this this is. And I talk to people that have met with Biden. Yes, I have. I have spies even in the Biden White House. I wouldn't call them spies. That's the wrong word. Sources, people that tell me things uh, as a member of the media, they're called you know, they're called sources and I don't disclose sources, but I've had people tell me, Sean, everything you're saying is far worse than what you even see. I'm like, what do you mean? Everybody around here knows that this guy is checked out. That's why they're controlling his schedule. That's why he's not going to be at the Super Bowl, you know, given an interview. That's why, you know, we rarely see him. That's why, you know, Van Jones says that he should hide and let others do the campaigning for him. That's why Bill Clinton and Barack Obama are teaming up to do an event to save Joe, because they know Joe can't do it on his own. And Kamala Harris, with a 28% approval rating, she can't help him out much either. So now we have Biden, you know, twice in a week, referencing, meeting, and having discussions with dead people. Now, maybe he was given a gift that I don't know about. Maybe he has this ability to speak to ghosts, and spirits, I don't know. But what he said yesterday, one of these fundraisers, twice referring to the late German chancellor, Helmut Kohl, instead of the real chancellor at the time, Angela Merkel, while detailing a 2021 conversation, it was the second time this week that he had now recalled speaking with a European leader that was dead when he started talking about it. And I, and I asked, and I told Francois Mitterrand, I'm like, no, you didn't. He's been dead since 1996. But don't worry, that's just like Sean Hannity mixing up the words Matt Gates and Jason Chaffetz, you know, or Biden referring to Hamas as uh, the 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 uh, the opposition. 
until somebody in the media shouted out, you mean Hamas? Yeah, that's right. Oh, thank you. Uh, Hamas. I mean, all these, you know, let me play this Hamas cut again, and then I'm going to play the, the piano music cut, because this is how bad it is. And this is what this report is detailing here. Maybe in a weird way, although I, I just despise, you know, the the just the lack of equal justice. I despise it. It is corrupt. It is extraordinarily dangerous for our republic. It really is for the rule of law in our Constitution. But maybe it's more damning laying out that this guy is being propped up by everybody around him. Anyway, listen to Joe. There is some movement, and I don't want to. I don't want to. I mean, choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the. Uh, There's been a response from the opposition, but um, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas, but it seems to be uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. The political coverage. Look. Some of the political players and some of the. Let me ask a rhetorical question. No, anyways. That's your president. We've been saying it more than anyone else. Well, even Sean Hannity mixed up Jason Chapitz and uh, Matt Gates. Okay, I don't sound like that. And if I do, I hope the people in my life that love me. Will actually say, I think it's time to hang it up, uh, Dad or Sean or uh, my friend or whatever. Somebody, somebody would have enough courage to do that. You know, speaking with dead chancellors and speaking with dead presidents. This cannot be ignored. This decline. This it just can't. Um, the Supreme Court arguments that took place today. Now, this is has to do with the the issue of the president being taken off these ballots was fascinating in so many different ways, you know, to watch like Amy Coney Barrett and Sam Alito challenging Trump's attorney, you know, on the issue that Congress can't add dis- add qualification to disqualify presidents from a ballot. Maybe Katanji Brown Jackson might have been the most interesting uh, in-, in challenging the Trump attorney, you know, on issues of insurrection, why it wasn't an insurrection. And over distinctions in the Constitution on the basis of such, um, I found that exchange interesting. Elena Kagan, I mean, just laid out asking the Colorado lawyer, why should a single state decide who gets to be president? Uh, I got the impression you should never go by in a Supreme Court argument case. I got the impression 9-0. But I may be wrong on that. We'll ask Jay Sekulow at the top of the hour, Chief Counsel, American Center for Law and Justice. All right. When we come back, the Supreme Court arguments that took place earlier today about states kicking Trump off the ballot. We'll have more on Robert Hur's well, basic takedown of Joe's cognitive decline uh, and much, much more. And you'll meet a mom who lost her daughter to an illegal immigrant, MS-13 gang member, supportedly. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, 
Fix and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hey, Sean Hannity here, and there's so much happening around our country. Crimes happening in your own backyard. Listen to the story of Bob Brayton. Now, Bob was at home when an intruder physically forced his way inside. Now, luckily, Bob was able to grab his burner, and he used it to backpedal the man right outside and off of his property. Now, it's legal in all 50 states. No background checks required. They ship it right to your door. Go to burner, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. And if you do that now, you get an exclusive 10% discount. You know, by now, we all know of the atrocities that were committed by Hamas on October the 7th, which kicked off this war with Israel. Now Israel is fighting for their very existence. Now the toll on the Israeli people it has been staggering. You have hundreds of thousands of Israelis. They have been forced from their homes. Entire communities are torn apart. Lives have been devastated by death and destruction. Now, thankfully, there are groups like the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. They're right there in the middle of it, have been from day one. They're distributing critical essentials like food, medicine, emergency supplies for hundreds of thousands of Israelis that are suffering. The need is great. We're partnering with the IFCJ. Every donation urgently needed immediately. And by the way, give as much as you can today because your gift will be matched by some generous donor and you'll be basically donating twice the amount. Now, the website is supportifcj.org. One word, supportifcj.org. 